Welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast with your host, Adam Finnick, where we talk all things farm equipment. Tune in as we interview farmers, industry leaders, and talk about our own dealership story. Follow along as we talk about topics like cover crops, nutrient placement, and things that make your farm and every farm across the country different. You're listening to the Talk and Shed podcast, and thank you for tuning in. Well, guys, I'm Adam Fennig. I'm Cody Sisko. Hey, I'm Jeff Worley. And uh, today we're down here at the Louisville Farm Show uh, recording another podcast. Jeff, thanks for coming on with us here this morning. Hey, thank you, Adam. So, um, you know, today is Friday. Somehow the show is uh, 75% over. I don't know how in the world that <laughs> happened already. But uh, what do you think of the show so far? I think the first day had everybody kind of scared. Yeah, <laughs> because the attendance was just a, wasn't what we were used to first day, you know, yeah. Louisville and man, yesterday just hit, hit hit it out of the park. I mean, yesterday was back to normalcy, if you will. Right. So, but yeah, I got here late yesterday because I had to run home. It was probably ten ten thirty, and I couldn't park inside the outer belt. Oh wow! It, it was insane. I I. Of course, during the show, you never see the parking lot, right? You know, because we're in the booth. That's it. But I couldn't believe it, and uh, yeah, good crowd yesterday. Um, I heard the tractor pulls were packed last night, yep. so yep. I think Louisville is still Louisville. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you know, of course, some of the restaurants and such, but typically haven't seen much of any issues that way. I mean, everybody's finding the new norm i guess and the way they go so right although i am disappointed with there's a lot of shops and restaurants that are closed down right at our hotel oh yeah right you know down. right downtown though i mean you're right downtown right and yeah i think some of these bigger cities obviously in the downtown areas have struggled and they're going to continue right you know just a little bit but we were down here for the national no-till conference in january yeah and um yeah we could see some things you know like you said restaurants and you know wait times and things like that but uh, yeah you know so far we haven't had where we've been eating anyway so right yeah yeah it's unfortunate but don't, you know, I think it's something that I guess they say we have to kind of get used to now <laughs> but right um, what talking to farmers you know what what kind of stuff it's probably the normal stuff what what are you hearing from guys um, here this week at the show uh, you know it's all across the board of course um, definitely fertilizer placement big ticket thing yeah um you know been going over the 2968s a lot um and it's kind of like you know talking to customers anytime you put plant fertilizer on planters you know it's always going to be issues right i don't care whose company what brand any of that you know we're you know moisture of the soil and things of that and they always play a key into it and so Fertilizer on planters, I mean like a two by two by two or, or heavier amounts other than in furrow. Right. There's always openers, always aren't just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it opens a conversation that we do see a lot of guys going to a strip freshener type pass. Yeah. You know, you know, versus putting all of our eggs in one basket with a planter. Mm-hmm. Um, letting that strip freshener put some nutrients on prepare the seed bed warm you know get us more consistent in temperature right and i we do see some traction there guys do see the benefit of that yeah you know cleaner planters and such so 
But fertilizer, of course, you know, closing of the slot, huge. I mean, we, we've found out that that can be a game changer at the end of the day, more right. bushels. Right. Um, stock devastator, still home runs. I mean, you know, guys come up that have had them or, you know, neighbor has them and things of that nature. It's just that thing is just continuing and going to keep continuing, I guess, as far as being a big Right. product so mm. right yeah, absolutely i think everything I, everything has been highly sought after and questions and it's been good mm -hmm. good we did a podcast with you back at the fort wayne farm show yeah and uh that was a good one uh, yeah, there's indianapolis indianapolis, indianapolis. Yeah. you're that right was in december you're right mm -hmm. yep. yep and uh you know back then we were uncertain of the show uh arena how it would be Today, I, I think, like we talked, it's it's going to be solid, and it has been. Um, but, you know, back then, Yetter was fairly decent on uh, availability and stuff. Where, where are we sitting at today? A lot of guys are struggling to get parts. Um, how are you guys keeping up, and what's right. the status? Piece parts, you know, hubs, bearings, and things like that, we're still very good turn times. You know, and I think we've looked at that and said, look, you know, our service abilities, we want to keep growers going. Right. And so that was first and foremost. So we haven't seen any lag as far as guys wanting to rebuild this and do that. It seems, you know, we're, we have parts that way. Right. Um, you know, some of the poly twisters, you know, out of the factory lead times are a little later, you know, but we do have dealer inventory, mm -hmm. you know, scattered across the United States. So they are still available and, and guys are getting them. Um, row cleaners were in the same boat. We're, you know, April's time frames on new orders, yep. which is not the best. No. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with our row cleaners, they come factory assembled. And, you know, we're talking minimal amount of time to mount them. Right. So it's not like something that we've got to do a whole plan or rebuild mid-April. Right. You know, you put these things on and go. So we're, we're still struggling every day with all the... All the roadblocks that we run into and what kind of roadblocks do you run into i mean from employees to you know getting the product in um you know vendors will promise you x amount of date and we'll get you this and they they don't even get maybe half of what they promised you and you know so that takes your schedule where you were planning on this and now you got to just wipe that slate clean and start over again right and those are the things that just burn up time right you know continual and it's just not efficient so you know it's like three steps forward and four steps backwards and two steps forward and you know that type of thing so but i think we're getting i think we're handling it better or just like anybody else i mean we're trying right well i do think you're handling it better than a lot of companies i know of a handful that aren't here at the show right simply because they don't have product Right. And that's not necessarily their fault. You know, I'm not. Right. I'm not pointing blame at them. But um, you know, part of it could be uh, the input prices drove uh, the interest in their product through the roof. Right. You know, for example, liquid side dress applicators. It's done that uh, dry fertilizer spreaders. So yeah, there's plenty of vendors, and there's probably plenty that are even here this week that can't really sell anything i right. know if you were to walk over to the telehandlers those manitou telehandlers i think they'd laugh at you <laughs> right. I, I talked to them at the at the indianapolis farm show and they were like yeah 16 months you know and it's like wow holy smoke so to be able to get a product right. from, from yetter today before spring 
you're you're doing fine right and we still like i say we use our dealer network and our dealer inventory those right you know who have stocked it and, and you know so we still have products available that we can get you it may not be through your conventional modes of you know calling your local dealer right down the road you may have to go a state or two county over or something right but if you want it we can find it for you i mean that and you know we we looked at that at these shows knowing that it was going to be tough on getting product mm -hmm. but if you're entrenched in agriculture i mean where else are you going to be right at louisville farm show if agriculture's in your blood you know i mean how much better rubbing shoulders out here with guys who love ag too right and so the conversations have been very good yeah you know and i think at the end of the day you know we're we're educating we're we're explaining to him they have questions and they like that face-to-face -face. yeah I mean for what two years we've all been searching the internet and we've all been talking here and doing this hey this gives us a chance right I die right you know let's let's do it and and I think guys respect that and they they like that yeah you know I think definitely it makes a difference right I ran into a guy yesterday afternoon from southern Indiana uh, I set up his planter last year with new closing wheels, his bean planter. He mm -hmm. ran them, and uh, he absolutely loved them, uh, the poly twisters. And he came back to me probably a month ago, ordered them for his corn planter. And so I've sold product to him now for two years, and he's I've never met the guy. <laughs> he came up to the booth and said, do you know who I am? I said, I, I'm sorry, I don't. Right. And and he introduced himself and heck we've had twenty phone conversations and right. I've shipped to his address twice now so that's right and it faced with a name I mean all those things it grows the relationship mm -hmm. I mean we all know that you know on the phones yes it's maybe not the best but you know face to face meetings it just it, it's big and you know we it's very successful coming down for that reason so right you know yep. Um, let let's back up into more of, of the Jeff Worley world. You know, you're from from Western Illinois. Yep. Right. Correct. So, um, kind of there. How far are you from Iowa? Man, we're like 35 minutes from Iowa or yeah. Missouri. Okay. You know, because we're tucked over there on that western side. Yeah. And right where Iowa and Missouri come together as a border, we're just straight east of that. Okay. So we can be in either one of those states pretty easily. Right. So how far of a drive here to Louisville? Six Kentucky? hours. Six hours. Yeah. Plus so, time change. So right. So about the same as driving to our shop. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Most, most definitely. Gotcha. Yeah. You guys getting snow today back yeah. home? Six and a half, seven inches. Wow. Yeah. I watched the radar and I saw it coming through. I think for the most part it's going to stay north of cold water but I, th I saw you guys are going to get hammered yeah and we're thinking of course to drive home you know how much did Indianapolis get and and then coming across there 136 in Illinois that usually is kind of dicey you right. know because it's east-west and right. any blowing and drifting it pretty well hits it but yeah I figure you know I think we're gonna after the show today we'll be heading back or at least a sampling of us and we, we are have new guys coming in that are gonna work and then tear down so it's kind of the transitional from the guys that came on sunday you know so have a crew come sunday and set up and then they work today and then the other crew will come so right yeah it works out good how many years has jeff worley been attending the louisville farm oh, man. show man you're gonna ask that question i i'm gonna say it's it's 29 30 it's in that range 28 nice it's it's in that era 
That's awesome. It, so it is. Basically, what that means is you can't take three steps in this building without running into someone you know. <laughs> it is getting to be that point. You're right. I mean, you know, and some of them I, you know, don't recognize, and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, Jeff," and you yeah. know, one of those things. But yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride. I mean, as far as that many years in the ag sector and the changes, you know, yeah, I've noted the changes that we see even from dealerships, you know, parts guys, you know, and different things that. It's just there's a lot of changes right in, in that area right well you know changes i mean heck i remember when you were in the west wing oh yeah you know yetter was over in in the far west wing today yep. you're up in the big room that's right you know it took us three years i mean we have a guy that i mean he called here every day for weeks trying to get moved yeah and really we we had one of the first booths i mean we we've been a long standing i mean coming down here for years and so but it took a while and yeah we finally got to get moved over to the new and it's it's awesome yeah i don't think there's a bad spot at the end of the day no i mean if you you can sit in the parking lot and have a good day i mean if you had a 10 by 10 booth had some literature had a little iron or whatever you were selling right you know i guarantee you it's definitely right you're going to do good right you know you're going to be in yeah um and 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 i was gonna you know you talked about the change um you know what all kind of stuff how is the the farmer and his purchasing changed at the show you know i mean they still want show specials obviously you know and of course we've tried to tell guys of course this year (laughs) if you wait till louisville i mean getting it's going to be the issue so we've always tried to expedite them and try to help them make that purchase you know my my thing that i'm talking to guys about now and this week i've told every farmer when you put that planner away make the list because it's fresh in your mind right i mean you you planted with that planter this season you know the things you don't like and the things that aren't right right make the list and get them on order yeah you may not still may not get them till november december but we're, we're talking november december we're not talking march april right right you know so those are the differences i think as farmers as we go forward until this and it may never shake out but we're into that magnitude that you know we're locking in production schedules and, and slots basically right and we've got to get guys looking at that planning process and making those changes sooner right it's just it's just all there is to it to, to have availability sure i mean i remember it was only a few years ago you'd sell some row cleaners here they we would order them from yetter and the guy would see them in about two weeks oh yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well you probably you're probably saying well it was like that for 29 years you know right not always i mean no. you know and it kind of goes up and you know and it, it we rely on vendors and yeah. you know so we have a chain of people that you rely on and a couple of those links get broke it does value you up and i think every company can contest to that right you know that it's just not one area where a mistake is at so right but i think that at the end of the day we've just guys got to be thinking sooner and like i said when you put the planner away you know what's wrong yeah and that's the time to make the list and and get it in that's all there is to it that's those are going forward i see the biggest changes from where we were five years ago or whatever yeah so um what is your favorite part about the louisville farm show i think it's seeing people i mean there's several people i see once a year right 
you know, I've made those connections over the year and they always come by and, you know, you always say, hey, how's it going? And, yep. you know, catch up and things like that. So I think it's definitely the people. Yeah. I mean, obviously the people, um, the camaraderie with, with uh, you know, our company guys. Yep. You know, that's, that's always good. I yeah. mean, always enjoy being all together and things of that nature. So, you know, I, I think that to me, you know, it's, I, I'm not driven always by sales, but... You know, I like to make sales, but it's definitely the connections that we make and the networking. That's what I see pays off through the years right. coming, coming down. Right. You know. Well, there's no question being in it for 29 years. It's it's no question a success. Right. What you've done and 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 how long you've been doing it and your knowledge, and so I think that's extremely sound advice because. You're right. It isn't about the sales. No. It, it's about the people that you meet and the people you take with you. Correct. You know, because they're going to be there all the time. Right. And if you need them, you 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 know they they need you. You need them. Right. And so that mutual relationship is what is going to take anyone 29 years. Right. And, oh and yeah. Get you to where you're going. And you know this landmine of weaving our way through all the competitors, all the different things, you know. And I feel the helping of the grower, you know. I feel sometimes that we, we help him navigate what what's going to work for you. No, this is not going to work, but this will. Right. You know. And I think the confidence that you and you know you've worked with guys that you've pushed them in this direction and it was successful. Right. They're coming back to you. Right. You know. You help their operation. Yeah. You know, and those are the things that, as we all know, grow sales. Right. But those networking and connections, you just can't put a price on that kind of stuff. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those are the people that that help you along the way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I of course, I'm not physically aware of anyone who who has been in the business that long, known the the number of people has the knowledge and been through the number of products as Jeff Worley. <laughs> and, and you know, this is our second of many podcasts with Jeff Worley. Yeah. And, and the reason there is, is I think you guys could walk this show for days. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who, sure, there may be people with equal knowledge, but find one that would sit down and take the time to talk to you. Right. Like Jeff Worley. Yeah. I've talked to many people who are extremely sharp. Um, but may not always be down to earth. Right. And, and you know, we did a podcast with Grandma and Grandpa yesterday. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear that. Oh, it was yeah. fun. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we sat right in here, and Grandpa said, you know, it, the success has been shocking. But he said the people that have helped you along the way is what's made it. And, and of course, we brought up Jeff Worley <laughs> and the napkin. Oh yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah, guys listening, uh, I don't think people are aware of the knowledge that you have. Well, and I think, and I go back to this all the time, and I may have said it before, but you know, I just cracked the door open. Finning equipment opened it wide open, mm-hmm. and you know, and you know, some people get that opportunity and fail. There's tons of people that have an opportunity, but can't open the door all the way and can't fulfill and, and see and that's the thing you all you guys have really taken it and opened the door wide open hell you've made it a garage door you know with with your success but that's that comes from you guys right you know and that's from 
Gary and, and Grandpa. I mean, that starts, if you yeah. look at the progression there, and you can see through your whole family and your operation, that's, you know, that's huge. Yeah. And, and so you guys have really, you know, placed success. And, you know, I love to help where I can and give you that knowledge and, mm -hmm. and try to help where I can and that type of thing. And, and down to earth and, you know, hey, I call it the way it is. And it's not maybe always the answer people want to hear, but it's the answer. It's the right one. Right. And that's what I love about calling Jeff Worley. <laughs> When, when you call Jeff Worley, you won't get fluff, mm -mm. you know. You, I, we deal with plenty of vendors who will sweep you under the rug in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I've heard of them. Right. And, oh, yeah, you need to order this, you know, or, you know, oh, you'll get it in a week. But they know deep down it's actually 17 weeks. Right. You know, when you call Jeff Worley, it's no fluff. Right. You know, the other day I asked you about a product. Hey, we're going to get that in March, right? And he laughed at me. He said, ha, ha, you mean May. Right. You know. <laughs> Some vendors. So I wasn't going to oversell it. Right. I mean, because what's that do? Put stress on you. Right. Now it gets egg on your face because you told your customer. Right. See, it's a trickle-down thing. Yeah. And I don't know if about anybody else, but I don't need any more stress. I don't <laughs> like stress. And so I've learned early on, you call it the way it is. Right. Whether it's a bad thing he wants to hear or not. Right. This is where it's going to be. Yeah. And, and I don't stress about that. And then there's no calling every 10 is that thing shipping this week you right. said it was going to ship this week i right. mean no it's it's out here this is when you're going to see it yep. i'm not going to blue sky it right it, it is what it is right and i think growing the business and in the years that i've been in it that is also a huge success thing is being honest with people being up front and and hey everybody makes mistakes I mean, everybody's going to make it. If you make one, own up to it. Right. Because it, it is worse when you try to sweep it under the rug. Right. They know. I mean, customers know. Whoever knows. They know, hey, that was a shady deal. Right. And there's a black mark by your name. Right. And it, and it takes something as that simple for them never to call again. Yep. And, and so each aspect, when you're talking to customers all the way through the process, You've got to be up front, and if there's a mistake made, you've got to raise your hand first and say, hey, I screwed up. Yeah, I'll fix it. And that's, and that's it. That's exactly the way it goes. So people and, and working with people, I think, is a huge part in business, right. as, you, as you're finding out. Right. I mean, you know you deal with everybody across the whole United States. You know, you've got guys calling you all the time and different things so but it's that relationship that will keep growing in my opinion right so it was just the other day dad and i had a brief conversation about uh you know some inventory that we had and and uh maybe wish we didn't have it and and we said well you know we'll we'll remember that down the road and, and dad said well it goes back to this we've got a few vendors that have our back and one of them specifically is Jeff Worley and yeah mm -hmm. right. and, and you know sure that's obvious but sometimes you forget that right you know but uh, well and it's the same thing that I mean I have sleepless nights when, when I see you guys taking inventories mm -hmm. and and doing this and you know because I want you to be successful as long as with it together as well right. Right. and that starts with moving inventory keeping it flowing you know keeping right. it going and hey we're never going to hit it 
a hundred percent every time right you know we're gonna have a product that lags and we're gonna talk about it why did it lag what can we do better what didn't we do right mm -hmm. you know why do we have these left or whatever but you know I it just I, I can't believe people you know there are people that would load you up and not not really care about that inventory and mm -hmm. I've just it's just never been me whether it's you or any dealer right you know that takes it it's it's part of my responsibility too I mean they're mm -hmm. they're ordering it on me and so I get the order next year if I help them get rid of this this year right I mean, it's pretty it's pretty simple yeah right? so but you got to look out for your dealers there's no two ways about it no doubt um, what uh, what's next down the line for Jeff Worley uh, post yetter I, you know, I'd like to keep my hand in agriculture at some point, I guess, maybe on a lighter scale when that time comes. I, everybody asks when, 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 and I'm like, you know, we're at our highest income earning potentials right now. You know, we everything we make, we keep because all of our kids are raised and, you know, of course, grandkids take a little bit of that now, but, you know. Um, you know, Sorry, for the most small. part, there's no college, there's no cars, there's no car insurance, you know, everything. And so you kind of hate to throw in the towel real soon when, when right now you can see, you know, really good accumulations and things like that. So I don't know, some, at some point I've thought about it. I mean, hunting and fishing is definitely going to be in there when, yeah. when that time comes. And, um, you know, but I, I do genuinely enjoy working with dealers and farmers right and mm -hmm. and that to me will be the hardest thing i think when the time comes is to step away from right is all those great relationships that you know that i've made out there over the years because everybody is just they're super people right so do you uh, you know I, I see jeff worley as as being kind of like dad and, and there is no step away right right is there one you know you just going to come to louisville yeah. forever yeah well i mean you can as rent long scooters as, as long as they'll have me i guess yeah they, you know there's handicap parking i mean you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe that's my goal i want to wait till i can park right up front and i don't have to find one out in the you there know you go, 10 dude. buck two there you go there. you waited maybe 35 years to, <laughs> to park up front hang my you know handicap thing so i can get in a good spot yeah but, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I. I think uh, you know, it still is fun to come down, like I say, and um, still enjoy going to the different places that we go, and right. you know, the no-till conference and and this show and you know different things. So it's mm -hmm. it's right. still fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Cody and I were talking last night. We want to make it uh, a point, and I say this every year, and it's you know I laugh at the fact that I fail at it, but. I want to make it a point to, to get out in the field more this year, mm -hmm. do more videos, chase more guys around with planners, video more product, because yep. I love, you know, because you can sell stuff, and, and you know, you sold something maybe three months ago, well, today it's on his planner, the planner's put away, you may or may not have really talked to him since, because he got everything, and, you know, only the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and, right. and he may go a season, use it, pretty well like it and you don't hear from him right well in about 12 months later you dang near may have forgotten about it mm -hmm. right but i want to use that as you know get to his farm see how it worked what didn't he like about it and of course we wouldn't be able to do that with everyone right but um doing it like a tour 
the worst part about it is it's also the busiest time of year. It is. You know, it's so hard. It is very hard. And and you want to be out there when it's in the field, when it's going. Right. You know, and that type of thing. But you, you have so many irons in the fire. You have, it's just there's not enough time and there's just not enough atom yeah. to do it. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the problem. But, you know, then you think, well, we get these people to go out or hire some photographers and people. They don't have the same enthusiasm. Right. They don't have the same know the right questions and do the you know so it it has to be someone like you that does it right yeah. and so you just got to yep. block off and say I'm gonna freaking do it <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's easier said than done I mean but I mean hey you got you got three boys right and you took off from the farm show because your wife had to work yep so took off and went back to cold water so you could watch the boys now. I don't understand the ice cream at such a late time at night. Every night, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that, you know. Of course, the ice cream thing comes from Grandpa from oh, day yeah. one. Yeah. You know, and then mm-hmm. and then Dad, and then you know, growing up, it was just, uh, you know, Dad calls it chocolate dope, you know, but Hershey's <laughs> Hershey's syrup. Oh yeah. In a blender with oh. Dean's ice cream, with a, a shot of milk. Yep. It don't get any better. No, no. He and he said the other night when we went out for supper. He says, "I haven't had ice cream for quite some time." Oh yeah, and he's kind of pushed it to the side a little bit. You know, I'm sure yeah. sugars and all oh, this. Yeah. He says, "I've got homemade ice cream in there. I haven't even touched." <laughs> and I was like, "What? That just doesn't sound like Jim." Right, right. <laughs> but at some point, as you get older, you guys will figure that out. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of things in life we do now, but as we yeah. Get down there. It's like, oh, yeah. It was a good run when I had it, but now I got to look the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the boys are hooked on ice cream. You almost can't put them to bed without ice cream. I I saw. I love those snaps. You snapped it, and I was like, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> late yeah. late night ice cream. You know. Right. I don't know how they go to sleep with it. In a little bit of sugar. Like <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> They're already wound pretty tight as as it is anyway. So that's ex- that's exactly. What do you think, Cody? You're you're like this is your newbie, right? <laughs> this is your first real Louisville show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I I you know I I tried to kind of preface him with it, but I didn't want to give him any uh, preconceived notions or yep. you know I just wanted him to kind of I gave him some pointers here here and here, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. He asked the question. What do you think? I mean, it, it's good. It's unlike anything other. And like we were talking yesterday with Margie and Jim, I mean, the only time I've ever been to a, the actual Louisville facility is whenever the livestock show is going on. Right, right. And so, like, there are no gates. There's no cattle. So this is a whole different realm for me. Right. But uh, you still have the quality of people that you do from the livestock show at this show as well. Sure. And so it's one of those deals for me to where it's like, it's it's just my second time for a livestock show but we're at a equipment show instead right. oh yeah so it, it it works out really well for i mean me. you talk on the phone with these guys so now oh, here's yeah. a face-to-face mm-hmm. moments that you yeah. can you know and i think you'll see that mm-hmm. when, you know oh, yeah. here, you'll make connections yeah. and those people you'll remember mm-hmm. and they'll remember you for yep. years yep. right oh, and yeah. all you did was meet face-to-face one time down here right and it's kind of cool how it works i've had guys that i've talked to on the phone and they walk up to me and they they're like where's cody at and one of the guys will point at me and they'll come up and shake my hand and say hey my name's so-and-so and it's good to right. put a name to a face and right so there there's a lot of satisfactory there for me 
as that. I don't hear you guys don't have Louisville voice. I've got a little Louisville voice, you know, after talking, you know, three days in a row, you kind of. Yeah, probably, probably after today. Yeah, you know, it usually sets in at some point. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, you know, uh, I told Cody early on, I said, you know, we're not going to measure the success of Louisville with sales, especially on him. We're going to measure the success of Louisville by how many business cards you hand out. Correct. And uh, I said, mm-hmm. anyone you talk to, anyone you who who breathes within five feet of you gets a business card, right? Because that is your ticket oh. in, into their farm, into their life, and down the road. Mm-hmm. You need to be the guy that they rely on. Exactly. I'm, I'm blown away at people. I do get calls from guys. I was down at Louisville two years ago, and I got your business card. And I mean it. It happens on on a daily basis, right? You know, mm-hmm. or at this show, or I was at, and I've always been a big proponent of, you know, handing out that right. get, get that business card, and hey, I got my cell, got my email, yep. got all that. Anyway, contact me. Let me know where I can help. Right. And mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing of extending that arm of, you know, I guess the guy it gives him a little more confidence. Sure. Because now, hey, if I have an issue, I got somebody I can call. Right. 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 It's no different than any consumer. When you buy a product, I mean, the guy gives you and said, "Hey, you have a minute's worth of trouble? Give me a call." Right. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, that's that's huge in this day and age, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't have to do a lot of things, but just do the basics. Right. And, and you know, call people back when they call you. Get back to them. I mean, just the basic stuff of you know sales and marketing it, it's pretty simple right and we we talk about it all the time all the time you some the exact same thing that we talk about all the time answer your phone be sufficient just tell them the truth don't don't right. sugarcoat it that's just right. because every time that you do that you're making a promise to them and once you fail like you said they put a black mark by your name won't call you ever again and it and i've seen guys not buy from dealers for a lot less things right yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I've seen it even when a dealer saw somebody and didn't say hey to them piss yep. them off mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean it's as simple as that mm-hmm. right so there's always pressure on us you know it I mean because you know we need to do the right things when we're around customers and right and and treat them right and do all those things so mm-hmm. but it does pay off when we just do the simple things. Right. right. <laughs> and you and you even told me, he's like, you're not going to be able to talk to everybody. He's no. like, you'll have people standing in line kind of in the background, and you're like, like you want to try to talk to everybody, but right. it's just not going to happen. No. And and I apologize to whoever I wasn't able to talk to. Right. Um, I know one of the guys that uh, I sold some stuff to, I was on the phone, and he came up and shook my hand, and I was on the phone, and Right. said hey and I, I wish I would have been able to have more of a conversation with them I try to not you know computers and phones I try to when I'm down here to limit it to you know right. nothing mm-hmm. and but and the reason being is because you know these this is the time for face to face right mm-hmm. this is the time to put social media put your phone down not to be grabbing it and engage right yeah mm-hmm. I mean the old-fashioned engaging yeah and, and that's what this time that's what you get when you come to our lot I mean you get engagement right and you know I, I hear so many horror stories where guys will say oh I went by their booth and they were all on their phones and standing there looking and you know it's just now's not the time because we only get a short window to right. engage right face to face yeah so 
yeah, we talk about it all the time. Sales isn't really sales. It's it's uh, knowing where to find the information when you don't know it, mm-hmm. following up, treating them right, right, and getting them product in a timely fashion. That's, That's sales. Right. Mm-hmm. Sales isn't flashy, <laughs> whatever. Right. It's what I just explained. And I wish I could had the time, you know, like you, to go back and to follow up with some of these guys. Yeah. Guys that you know, just like you said, it'd be nice. Time just doesn't allow us to do those things. I know. You know, I mean, it'd be nice if I had someone I could say, here, here's a list of guys. Just call and say, hey, you know, how did it work and how, you know, how mm-hmm. happy and, you know, right. that type of stuff. But you don't always get that done. Right. But that well, is also huge. Yeah. And we've had that conversation too. He's like, if you go back and look at every person that we sold this to, just right. whatever it is, call him, ask him how it worked. He's like, I guarantee you, you will generate. A, a generate at least a sale right. out of it because you call and them back got, start the conversation right and not necessarily generate a sale but generate a conversation and generate a relationship right. with somebody because you called them back and said hey you know the, you know it gives them that good feeling that they know that you're on their side too right, right. Exactly. And, and at the end of the day that's what we're supposed to do we're not supposed to we're supposed to sell you a solution not not just sell you a product oh, and yeah, say exactly. here it work. And that's why you got to dig into each customer and exactly. find out what do you want to accomplish? What are you looking to accomplish? Right. You know, and to start so you can build that case of what right. he needs to do. Ask or, as many know. questions as you can and oh. just go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Yep. Um, we, we talked about it back in, uh, back at the indie show, but we can't forget, I, I reminded dad of it last night. He had kind of already forgot. But we're going deer hunting. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In in, yep. in like December, we need to kind of keep planning that out. Yeah, that's right. I, mm-hmm. I'll I'll never forget uh, one of the first times I ever met Jeff Worley was at the Fort Wayne Farm Show, and uh, I tugged his ear for probably an hour and a half talking about deer hunting when he was in the middle of the show. <laughs> right, just think of all those customers I let go by I know. I'm seeing just because we were focused on deer <laughs> I know I, I you know today uh, I can only imagine if you know if that were to happen to me I hope I would take the time to speak with the same young kid about deer hunting at a farm show but right. um, you know I, I told I was telling hunting stories I was probably 15 years old I don't know yeah but uh, I've always wanted to go hunting with you Right. And you're in Illinois in the heart of it. Yep. And I'm telling you, I, I want Dad to go. We're going to get it done. We're going to go deer hunting. Yep. This year at the cabin. Yep. Right? Yep. You guys have got a cabin out your way. Describe yeah, my that. Yeah, fa- my wife's family has owned a cabin since 78. And so, but um, yeah, it's right on the Mississippi River. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good hunting down through there. I mean, that whole... You know, the old swamp bucks up yeah. through there swim across the little islands that are in the Mississippi and, you know, hang out. And, yeah, there's some definitely good good deer hunting down there. So I don't yeah. care if we see a deer or not. I <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of just, fun. Just ready to go. Right? Oh, I guarantee you we would have fun. Mm-hmm. We just we keep our fingers crossed because the old Mississippi River. Right. Uh, you I remember never, you saying that. I mean, when that thing, right. you know, if it floods... And then we get flooded in through there, but the cabin, of course, is you know 15, 20 feet in the air. So right. typically it doesn't, but you know it screws up hunting right. for a little, quite a bit of time. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, maybe hey, knock on wood, you know that that's not gonna. Yeah. You know, we didn't have anything last year, so hopefully this year we're in the same boat. But yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun. 
We're going to do it. <laughs> Just hold out on the monsoons, right? That's right. I, I reminded Dad of it last night, and he was like, we're, we're doing what? I said, yeah. don't worry about it. That's You're just right. going to get in the truck when I tell you, yeah. and we're going to head to Illinois. And we're gonna three go. of us are going to get in the truck and go. I, <laughs> I need to find him like a three fifty Legend yeah. uh, rifle. That's right. One of those new rifles. Yeah. Of course, so we don't have high-powered now, you know. We just yeah. have shotguns. Okay. Oh, I wonder yeah. if you can do straight wall cartridge. Can you do straight wall uh, cartridge? You know, that, know. that 350 Legend, like Ohio, uh, no high powers either, but they just legalized uh, the 350 because it's a straight wall. Yeah, the 350 oh. and the 450. 20 gauge, the 20 gauge Savages are big in our area because they, you know, right. longer distance. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so slugs, and so there's a lot of 20 gauge, and that's with put a scope on, and you, right. know, yep. you can. You know, you get up there a hundred yards. I mean, right. if you're right in there, so that's kind of our high powered. You know, and then of course black powder. Right. You know, those guys. Yeah, there's several mm-hmm. of those around too. Yeah, so. I love black powder. Yeah. But, yep. Well, we did this podcast before the show even started. Yeah. Uh, appreciate your time, Jeff, of, yeah. of coming out this no, morning. We appreciate and, you guys, and yeah, yeah. appreciate and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, so we've got a big show yet today. Um, so. Uh, but we, you know, I wasn't going to pass up the opportunity of being in the same building with Jeff and not getting him on the podcast. So I appreciate that. Absolutely, it, it's always fun. Um, we don't see each other enough, and uh, uh, you know, but we communicate in a lot of different ways. Oh, we right? surely <laughs> communicate. We we all talk every week for sure. Yeah, you know, the text. Hey, how soon are these? When when is this going to show up? How soon is this going to be? Right, and, right. And that's hey, I love it. I love that communication because. You know, it's what you need to know that minute, and boom, it's back to you, and, right. and it keeps you rolling. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. Not I'm the one that always calls you. I never text. I, I, I'm not. Uh, well, I, I text him because he's always on the phone with you. Well, yeah, because he likes me better. <laughs> there you go. No. Hey, I answer one at a time. You know, sometimes Kevin, Kevin's calling. So that's right. I, I've always, you know, said the same thing. You yeah. need something. Get a hold of me. So. I, I have a, a handful of vendors that I don't call a lot. Of, I try not to call them a lot because I know that they are bombarded. So I'll just text them, hey, just call me when you get a chance. Right. You know, because I don't want to be the guy beeping in, oh, gosh dang, you know. Right. Just, I, I try to text, leave it subtle, lower stress maybe. I don't know. Well, and, I, and text is you put it on my plate and then you just wait. You know, right. here, here was a right. question. Then you can move on to other things. Right. And then, boom, when the text comes back, oh, okay, well, then you can revisit what you were doing and go to it. So yeah, almost it, it, zero time lost. It, yep. It's keeping you going. It's basically like a green cart keeping the combine going. Right. You know, you're the combine. I, I'm. Everybody should be trying to keep you rolling, keep you going, and keep the information. So yep. that's yep. a good thing. But yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for everything you do. And uh, hopefully we have an awesome and successful spring here coming yeah. up. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, well... Thanks for listening in, guys, on another podcast with Jeff Worley, one of many. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thanks, guys.